Hello, and welcome to another episode of Not If I Reboot You First. It's a podcast where we take popular properties and reboot them before Hollywood has the chance to. It's a little like brainstorming fanfiction. I'm Lindsay, and I use she, her pronouns. I'm Tanner, and I use they, them pronouns. Hey, Lindsay. <laughs> hey, Tanner. You, you know that big sport that everyone loves right now? Oh, yes, I do. Well, we're not talking about that. We're going to talk about hockey today. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, um, Ain't No Rules says a dinosaur can't play basketball. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Toronto, on finally getting your first, uh, and, oh god, Ryan's gonna just be screaming at us. Your first NBA championship, and also, congratulations, St. Louis Blues. It's been 52 very long years. Congratulations, Raptors, you won the entire NBA. You run it now. Yeah. Now you get to make the teams. Rename them all. Now they're all dinosaurs. <laughs> this is going to be great when it comes out 10, 11 days after the fact. Ah, it's fine. Everybody's still living in the afterglow. Okay. Toronto is never going to live this down. This is true. They were partying hard in the middle of the street on the island so that traffic could still pass them. <laughs> <laughs> but today we're talking, we're not talking about Canadians playing a Canadian sport. We're talking about Americans playing a... Wait, is hockey Canadian? Um, hard to tell because it kind of is an amalgamation of a whole bunch of different ball and stick sports that are played on the ground. But I think in its current iteration, it is pretty Canadian. It's Canadian emotionally. So today we're going to be rebooting the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. And now there's two ways we can do this. Lindsay, do you want option one or option two? How about we do option one? All right. So The Mighty Ducks is a film series from the 90s starring Emilio Estevez and Joshua Jackson and other people that I forgot. And I don't even know if they went on to do so. Actually, let me double check that. <laughs> let me double check who was actually in The Mighty Ducks other than those two. I had forgotten that Joshua Jackson was in them because this was like before even Dawson's Creek. Oh, wow. It was before he was a teen heartthrob and he was like a child. In the first one, in the 1992 Mighty Ducks first movie, he's an infant, basically. <laughs> Says the actual infants of 1992. He would have been 14. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's about a peewee hockey team in, I don't think, and no, they're in Minneapolis. I don't know if the Mighty Ducks, hang on, because I don't know how state works, the Anaheim Ducks... Anaheim is in California. Yeah. Minneapolis is not. I know that much. Yeah, Minneapolis is Minnesota? So yeah, for whatever reason, the the creators... Well, I mean, I guess it wasn't Disney itself. Yeah. It's, it's weird, because it's like, yeah, this, this is the film that inspired the hockey team to become the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Yeah. Before they renamed themselves however many years later to just the normal Ducks of Anaheim. Yeah, because, you know, calling yourself the Mighty Ducks right off the bat and then sucking for a while, kind of, yeah. I mean, it's a branding theme. No one ever expected the Calgary Hitmen to, like, actually carry out contract killings. <laughs> so, anyway. Unless the Mighty... they did. Maybe it's yeah. the greatest disguise. Ooh. Yeah, so the Anaheim Ducks were founded in 1993 by the Walt Disney Company as the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, a name based on the 1992 film The Mighty Ducks. 
uh, sold the franchise in 2005, changed the name of the team to the Anaheim Ducks before the 06-07 season. Uh, they made the playoffs 14 times, 11 times in the past 14 seasons, and won six Pacific divisions and two Western Conference champions and won Stanley Cup, the uh, 2006-07 Cup. Okay. Yeah. I think the reason why they said it in Minnesota is because Minnesota is a big hockey state, though. So. Okay. Yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. Anyway, so the premise of the first movie is that Emilio Estevez was a peewee hockey player, and he could have gone pro, but then he messed up the last shot, and his coach verbally abused him, and then he was like, oh, I can't hockey anymore. I'm going to become a corrupt lawyer instead. And then he got... (laughs) arrested for, for driving under the influence and they're like you're terrible at lawyer too and we're going to disbar you and now your community services you have to coach peewee hockey and he's like oh what a crazy random happenstance and i now have to coach the team that i used to play on and now all these other shitty kids are terrible at hockey but i can make them good so bad news bears but hockey i guess so I mean, the kids are, they're decent at hockey. It's just, they've never really had a good coach. And he inspires them not only at sports, but also in life. Oh, yeah, yeah. And does become a surrogate father to Joshua Jackson's character, mainly because he does start dating the mom. And I don't think the the relationship between Emilio Estevez and the kid's mom actually continues through the three movies, but the surrogate father relationship does. So that's nice, I guess. Okay. Shout out to father figures. Yeah. Or something. Anyways, it was followed by two sequels. You know what the second one was called? What? D2, The Mighty Ducks. <sighs> you know what the third one was called? What? D3, The Mighty Ducks. Creativity, people! I mean, they could have at least changed the adjective, but of course now it was a branding thing, so they couldn't change it to, like, Extreme Ducks or Maximum Ducks. Yeah. <sighs> maximum Duckage. <laughs> Um, and D2 was set when they were in high school and, oh, right, that, this was like the one where they have to, they go to like a national championship and so then they get all full of themselves because they're famous and then they have to learn not to be assholes when they're famous and all that stuff. so on and so forth. And then the third one takes place when they're in college and they have to like learn that they're not always going to be the best Sometimes they're just going to be a normal team. They also get mm-hmm. a new coach because Emilio Estevez could only like shoot for two days or something. Though oh. they still make it work. Okay. Because it's like I can't be your peewee coach because you're joining like a state team or something like that, and yeah. I'm just still doing peewee stuff. And then so they get a new coach, and the new coach is a bit of a hard ass. But then like they learn to respect him because he's not trying to be a jerk. And then the new coach learns from Emilio Estevez that like, hey, you can have fun playing hockey too because that's how I inspired them to win in the first place. Okay. And then and then they win. They they all I'm pretty sure they win all the championships all the time for all the movies. Yeah. So that's okay. how you do sports. Yeah. Sports. I'm trying to think if there are any other characters. They had a selection of g- girls on the team like it was technically still a boys team, but the first movie they managed to recruit a girl who was a figure skater who ended up being a really good player as well. Okay. And in the second film, she's for whatever reason replaced with a different girl, but it's like, I don't even know if the different girl gets a backstory. It's just a different actress, but it's also a different character. Huh. And it's like, I think it's because like when they go to the nationals, they get to recruit other kids from across the country. So there's another kid they recruit who's like a cowboy. (laughs) And (laughs) there is one point where they lasso people while on rollerblades. Okay. I don't know. Him a cowboy. I don't know what purpose that serves in hockey but okay it's a cowboy hockey player 
Okay. Ain't no rule. Whatever, Disney. There probably is a rule. Yeah. Um, there were two really big tall guys who, like, had been held back a year, and they become known as the Bash Brothers, and they are do exactly what you think they do in the context of hockey, which is murder. Okay, they're enforcers. Yeah. And then at some point, they end up adopting this uh, really scrawny, like, younger kid as the third Bash Brother. Aww. He like can trip people. Younger in the sense that he's about the same size as all the other kids on the team. But he's like, he looks like not so assuming. And then they teach him how to like yell at the ref and yell at the other team. And he ends up getting punched out. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you did it. <laughs> There's another guy who he was supposed to be on a rival team. Uh, but like, because he, the lines were redrawn, but the other team didn't say the lines were redrawn. And so he's like, no, you're part of the Mighty Ducks now. And so, and then he's like, but I wanted to be on the other team because my dad's the coach. And the middle of us is like, yeah, but your dad's also an asshole. And it's weird because it's like, I guess this kid is not living with his dad. Like, okay. I guess his parents must be divorced. And that's why he's his in one district for the hockey team and his siblings were in another district. And then he learns, oh, the rest of my family is actually really mean and unsportsmanlike. And I prefer being with the Ducks. Huh. And then in the second or third movie, it's like he hurts his wrist and so he can't play. So he has to, like, learn how to cheer from the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to rewatch them again because I really enjoy them. It's just yeah. a lot of it is a blur. Okay. I remember, I remember Rollerblades. I remember Lasso Boy <laughs> exists. Um, but remember when I said there were two options? Yeah. Well, let's try this again. Do you want option one or option two? How about option two? All right. So the Mighty Ducks is an animated series. From the 90s. Okay. It aired on the Saturday morning ABC syndicated oh. programming. Oh, no. So not ABC. It was the, the Disney afternoon, not the Saturday yeah. morning. Okay. Now I'm getting flashbacks to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, it had a theme song that fucking shreds. Yeah. And it's about a race of interdimensional anthropomorphic ducks who come from the <laughs> land of Puck World. And they flee their dimension being chased by evil alien lizards. It's called the Saurians, because there ain't no rule that says... You can't have ducks, interdimensional ducks play hockey. Exactly. Their entire culture is based around hockey to the point where, like, their holy grail is a golden goalie mask. <laughs> but, of course, it's also shaped like a duck face, so it can fit yeah. on the duck face. Yeah. It's not like a Power Rangers where you can stick the hockey mask on and, like, your entire snout just goes... Zoop. Yeah, it's it actually looks like a duck bill. Exactly. <laughs> They flee and they crash land on Earth and they have to fight the Saurians while on Earth while also participating in the NHL as a hockey league. Because there ain't no rule and... And they're ducks and... (laughs) I guess they're ultimately owned by Disney anyway and you can't tell Disney no. I mean, I don't know if they're owned by Disney in the fiction of the show. Well, they don't have to say, but like, that's my headcanon now. (laughs) (laughs) Even Gary Bettman is afraid of Disney. (laughs) Gary Bettman is the most hated, he, like, runs the NHL. Okay. And uh, he is the most hated man in hockey. Okay. Um, the animated series featured the voice talents of Ian Ziering from Beverly Hills 90210. Oh. As, so Ian Ziering was the leader. Okay. Uh, Wild Wing Flashblade. <laughs> 
There was also his younger brother, Nosedive Flashblade. <laughs> He's uh, basically their version of Mikey from Ninja Turtles. Okay, was this all because of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Basically. <laughs> this, this was young adult interdimensional freedom fighting hockey playing duck warriors. <laughs> There's Duke LaRange. <laughs> He's a sexy rogue duck. Oh my god. He has an eye patch and is kind of like Gambit. Uh, <laughs> and I definitely had a crush on him as a child. Oh yeah, because I also remembered all of their outfits kind of had like that Rob Liefeld feel to them. They really did. <laughs> uh, there's Mallory McMallard is the fiery redhead uh, well-versed in Quack-Fu. Yep. Uh, there's also Tanya Vanderflock, who's the <laughs> resident genius. They had two entire girls on this team. <laughs> this this was the 90s too, right? Because, like, Tanya Harding was a thing. Yeah, she probably was inspired by Tanya Harding. <laughs> then there's Czech Grin Hardwing. He is the one voiced by Brad Garrett. Yeah. He's, uh, you remember Toru from Jackie Chan Adventures? Yes, I do. He's that. Okay. Uh, then there was Canard Thunderbeak, who <laughs> tragically died during the escape from Puck World. Oh my god. Uh, their human allies are Phil Palmfeather, who's not a duck. <laughs> Somehow. He's voiced by Jim Belushi. <laughs> and he's the team manager, and then they have Captain Claghorn, not a duck. <laughs> I cannot state enough times that these two people are not ducks, despite their names. <laughs> uh, and he's the captain of the police department. He initially doesn't trust the ducks due to the lack of evidence that the Saurians even exist. Uh, but eventually he comes to turns when the Wildwing helps retake the pond, which is the stadium slash secret base <laughs> that they can launch their jets from. Their fighter jets. Oh my god. The show. The show is amazing. <laughs> Just by its sheer premise. Their, the l big villain was Lord Dragonus, voiced by guess who? Guess. Lindsay, guess. Oh, the guy 90s who... cartoon villains. Who's gonna voice a 90s cartoon villain? He's cool and calculating. Uh, sorry, I'm blanking. It's Tim fucking Curry! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> He's a nefarious red lizard named Lord Dragonus. Thank God for Disney in that case. Excellent. There's also the shapeshifting and Kylosaur-like soldier named Siege. And the shapeshift... Wait, no. So Siege is big and, and tough and then Kylosaur. And then there's a shapeshifting chameleon-like Saurian named Chameleon. Um, and Siege was voiced by Clancy Brown. <laughs> Which is wild because you th like Clancy Brown is a big name and you think that Clancy Brown wouldn't be voice acting. But actually, I think he voice acts more than he flesh acts. But yeah, so Mighty Ducks, it only lasted 26 episodes, which is surprising because I feel like, for me, it had a huge impact on me, and I guess a lot of people forget about it until you bring it up. Yeah. It was also clearly designed to sell toys because they had all these gadgets and vehicles and stuff. Like, buy yes. the action figure and just put them inside the, the Duckwing jet booster. I, the strongest impression it had on me was the aesthetic of it. Because, you know, the Rob Liefeld stuff and, like, this is very late 90s purple and teal all over the place. Yes. 
It actually reminds me of a set of collectible cards that my dad has, which is the Muppets crossed with the NHL. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, like, some of them are pictures of the Muppets, like, wearing sports jerseys. Some of them are, like, logos transformed into Muppets. Okay. And then on the back of them, they have, like, team history or, like, hockey rules and stuff. My dad tried to use them to teach me about hockey, and I was just like, ooh, Muppets. (laughs) Should have known his son would not be interested in sports. (laughs) <laughs> what are sports? <laughs> well, they're a metaphor for a fight against fascist lizards. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, we had multiple options, so uh, let's go back a bit. Do you want option one or option two? How about option three? Option three. Lindsay, I didn't give you an option three. I thought that there was an option three. Are you asking me to combine option one and option two into option three? Yes! Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking play my polymerization card. <laughs> We're fusing these. Option one was the film series, option two was the cartoon. We're gonna combine these into something more powerful than we could possibly imagine. <laughs> Marvel's Mighty Ducks. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to shove Howard in there somehow. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I will say that Disney has announced that they're making a Mighty Ducks TV series. Oh, And they did say that they're basing it off the movies, not the TV show. Hmm. But you know what I call that? Bullshit. Cowardice. Yes. Imagine, if you will, teens. Yes. That are ducks. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> In the world of Puck World, fleeing <laughs> against the um, the tyrannical rule of the Saurian Empire. Yes. <laughs> and they hop dimensions, and these are the teens from the Mighty Ducks, the TV show. Yeah. And they crash land on Earth, and they find themselves in the midst of a high school that's trying to put together a team of hockey players <laughs> called the Mighty Ducks. And these teen space ducks, they're like, whoa. You guys are ducks to play hockey? We're ducks to play hockey. (laughs) It's perfect. And then they like, they have to disguise themselves as humans using holograms, as you do. Yes. You can't do a men in black and you can't do a Power Rangers and shove your snout in your face. I already said that. Yeah. This isn't the SCP where there's a parrot that's wearing the skin of Gilbert Gottfried. (laughs) (laughs) That was the thing. (laughs) Yeah. God damn it, SCP. Um, <laughs> anyway, will this be directed by Taika Watiti? It is no! <laughs> <laughs> All space ducks also just so happen <laughs> to be from New Zealand, I guess. <laughs> Why not? Hello, I'm Grin. I'm a duck. <laughs> this is my friend, Waldwing. He's also a duck. <laughs> Uh, I gotta get this in. Be- I I worked at a ski hill for a while, and uh, the girl who did the opening announcements was from New Zealand, so she would say something along the lines of "The bad chat is now open. The bad chat is now open." <laughs> uh, now I'm just trying to figure out how to do Mighty Ducks Power Ranger crossover. <laughs> Wait, why can't we have Taika Waititi direct the next Power Rangers movie? I know that there's probably like a contract thing, but like, do it, Taika. Fuck it. Hasbro. 
Hasbro, have Taika, like, direct all... <laughs> Remember when, like, the first two Thors were boring action slogfests and then Taika completely reinvigorated them? Let Taika do that with Power Rangers and Transformers. Yes. What we do in Cybertron. And it'll be easy to reboot Transformers because nobody actually remembers what happens in any of those movies. It's robots. <laughs> Anyways, the ducks, the kids teach the ducks how to play hockey on Earth, and then the ducks teach the kids how to fight against the lizard people. Yes. <laughs> it's that then, simple. And then there's a dramatic controversial romance between a human and a duck. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it queer too. Just get everybody's hackles up. Get my 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 notorious jewel thief Duck Larange, <laughs> my bird boyfriend. <laughs> who later becomes he becomes like a Robin Hood type figure. Okay. Or I guess a duck hood type figure. <laughs> he defeats some lizard robots. He's like, this food is for the people. Awesome. And he also has a psychic knife like Psylocke do. Oh wow. Yeah, this is this is Taiko Waititi just painted all over this. He was the leader of a gang called the Brotherhood of the Blade. Oh wow. His character design is based on Kurama Wataribe from the Japanese animated series Mashin Hero Wataru. Oh my god. Just increasing edgelordness. Okay, not exactly an edgelord, but like yeah, yeah, you get what I mean. Just like this is so nineties. What if what if the series starts as just an adaptation of the Mighty Ducks movies, like, and this is kids playing hockey and whatnot, and then, like, halfway through, one of them turns out to be a duck? It's a bait and switch? <laughs> yes! 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 You thought this was, you thought this was a teen sports drama, but it was me, a duck! <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna, we're gonna guy next to the fuck out of this! Halfway through, it turns out that Emilio Estevez isn't coaching the Mighty Ducks because he's on, like, um, cus not customer service, fucking... <laughs> Community Amelia service! It turns out he's actually Howard the Duck! <laughs> I've been secretly training you all to fight against the evil lizards <laughs> from another dimension. <laughs> He presses a button and the rink opens up and like a, a giant monster truck with machine guns pops out. Oh my god. Yes. This is one of the Disney series where it was not and should never be a musical. Yes. Hang on. Hang on. Unless <laughs> the Mighty Ducks the musical. We have jumped off the deep end. <laughs> And be like, <laughs> hey, hey, you know the one with the trains? Yeah. What is it even called? Thomas the Tank Engine, or no, uh, Starlight Express. Okay, yeah. Starlight Express, which is like cats, but it's trains. You know how cats is all about cats, and there's people playing cats. Yeah. Well, Starlight Express is all about trains. You got people playing trains, and you might be thinking, Tanner. How do they play trains on Broadway? That question. Roller skates! Okay. It's the only Broadway musical performed <laughs> entirely on roller skates. D 
did someone have like a roller skate thing and was looking for an excuse to to combine that with being a train enthusiast? <laughs> so it's Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, okay, that explains it. <laughs> Sir Froggy is at it again. <laughs> okay, so after the success of Cats, Lloyd Webber began looking for a musical based on Thomas the Tank Engine. Couldn't get the creative control he wanted from Reverend W. Audrey. <laughs> oh my god. So then he combined it with a musical version of The Little Legend That Could, and a musical version of Cinderella. Why? Famous for brief forward entirely on roller skates, giving the anthropomorphic train characters the ability to move as smoothly as a real train would. Okay. It has incredibly unfriendly Aesop's and dark themes, but the point is that Andrew Lloyd Webber thought that he couldn't be stopped. He could- Andrew Lloyd Webber thinks he's God Emperor of Broadway. <laughs> but guess what, Andrew Lloyd Webber? We're one-upping you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I reboot you first presents The Mighty Ducks, the musical. The only musical performed entirely on ice skates. <laughs> They're gonna break and they're gonna swoosh the audience with the snow. Oh my god. The intermission is great because you can wheel out a Zamboni. <laughs> and just like the TV show, it starts as a drama about teens playing hockey. And then in the closing act number, all like halfway through, Emilio Estevez is... I don't know the character's name. He's Emilio Estevez. <laughs> Emilio Estevez's hologram falls off, and it turns out he's been a duck the entire time. Newsflash, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a duck the entire time. Crazy train right here. I would like to tell people that the that I am the only one who has consumed any sort of drug, and that was caffeine from a cup of tea. I just ate some bread from a lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's turning into a duck. Mwah, <laughs> At least ducks are cute. Geese are horrifying. <laughs> we had to walk past geese for a vet's birthday last week. Oh no. It like the geese were fine, but yeah. they had their goslings and we're walking past like, oh god, oh god, we're gonna die. We're gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> yeah, because they do that fucking hiss thing and it's like, ah And they will chase you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can definitely say that uh, we have totally gynexed this episode. This en episode entered a completely new dimension. <laughs> yeah. Where hockey is the basis of all culture. <laughs> when will Kingdom Hearts go to Puck World? Someday. Oh, here, fun fact. Despite being ducks created by Disney, they're not part of the Disney duck canon. <laughs> Disney Duck Cannon? You know, the shared universe of, like, Donald Duck and Scrooge McDuck and, like, the nephews and all that, the Caballeros. Oh, okay, now I get ya. But you know what? Hey, hey, hey. Yep. Look, listen, look and listen. I'm doing both. They they do have the, the DuckTales reboot going on right now. Oh! <laughs> what is stopping them? <laughs> from a, from having a Mighty Ducks episode. Wilding fucking Flashbane. <laughs> what season are they on right now? They're only on season two right now. Okay. They have incorporated Darkwing Duck back into it. Um, I'm almost certain the DuckTales is going to get a season three, the reboot. I'm just quickly confirming that. Yeah, 
DuckTales was renewed for a third season on September 21st, 2018, which means season three, the big bad is Lord Dragonicon, whatever his name was. <laughs> Dragoras. Okay. Um, probably not necessarily voiced by Tim Curry. Oh, maybe voiced by Tim Curry still. Does Tim Curry still do voice acting? Wouldn't be surprised. Does Tim Curry still do acting acting? Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Let me check. Oh, he voiced Palpatine in the Clone Wars. Huh. Oh, he also voiced Taurus Bulba in Darkwing Duck. Precedence. Okay. He's in a documentary about it. Okay. Television, the last thing he was on was... Oh, right. He was the criminologist in the Fox's Rocky Horror. Okay. But he hasn't... Like, that was his most recent acting acting job he hasn't done much lately but it's hmm. possible that he might come back for lord dragalje but unlikely because like it's not one of his super well-known characters yeah hmm unless you just shove enough money in his in his general direction no but it's like because I, I feel like if they did that like, the idea would be that it's for the fans, but, like, if Kim, Tim Curry fans don't go, oh, yeah, Tim Curry, I loved him in the D Mighty Ducks cartoon. Yeah. So, like, it wouldn't be worth the money spent, necessarily. Like, yeah. people would go, oh, Tim Curry, but no one's gonna be like, oh, my gosh, Tim Curry is finally reprising his greatest animated role of all time. Yeah, okay. So they'd probably get someone else for that. I don't yeah. know who. Um, also, they probably wouldn't have Ian Ziering voicing... Wild Wing, because apparently he's notoriously difficult to work with. Mm, okay. Like, even when he was on Dancing with the Stars, Cheryl Burke was fucking miserable. And she hated the fact that they were doing well. Oh. She was, like, silently playing, please, please let this be the week where we're eliminated so I can stop fucking working with Ian. Yeah. It's a wonder they made five Sharknados. Oh. Oh, the okay. Mighty, the Mighty Ducks 2, Ducknado. <laughs> So, as for the villain, the first person who came to mind was Ron Perlman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he does a lot of voice acting, too. Yeah. And have, like, have Ron Perlman and Clancy Brown ever been in a thing together? Ooh. Because that seems like a really natural fit. Yeah. So, see if we could get that. And Clancy Brown seems down to do just about any voice acting, so. Yeah. Maybe you just get Clancy Brown as the big bad. Like, upgrade him from the bulky henchman man yeah they could even actually you know if they did mighty ducks and ducktales they could have their cake and eat it too because they yeah. could have a normal team of normal teen ducks <laughs> and then they could also have the interdimensional life eldian ducks and they, yeah. and they have to team up with duck teens <laughs> <laughs> and then they've got like gizmo duck and ducktales and he's like already a cyborg like he they, this works so well yes <laughs> this is DuckTales creators, this one's for you free. <laughs> I mean, they're probably already finished most of the animation. Season so three. No, like they, they, like for season three, they probably almost finished. Like okay, season yeah. four. Yeah, season four. Woo! If Disney cartoons are sexual, su successful, they get four seasons. Um, I think the only one that's bucked that trend was the Avengers cartoon. Okay. Because Black Panther was so successful, they're like, frick, we got to turn this into a Black Panther cartoon now. And are there any ducks in Wakanda? Mm, ducks in East Africa. That being said, I mean, Howard the Duck comes from a duck dimension. There's probably a duck version of Wakanda. Yes. There's Duck Honda. So, birds of Kenya. 
oh yeah, there's plenty of ducks. There's the white-faced whistling duck, the fulvous whistling duck, the white-backed duck, the Egyptian goose. Can any of them pilot spaceships? Eh, probably. Maybe the Cape Teal. So I searched for a Mighty Ducks name generator in the hope that, like, it would give me something to create your own Mighty Ducks name. Yeah. Like how they do in the in the cartoon, where the names are just all preposterous and beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Instead, I found a hundred duck names. Okay. Whether you're writing a story and need duck names, or just bought a pet duck, we have a number of options that you can use. These adorable birds are often kept as pets, but they also are raised for their eggs. No matter what you use your duck for, these duck names can help you find the perfect moniker for your new bird. Nice. There are 100 of these. Wow. Moby Duck, Bebe, Bunny, Downio Drake, Alexa, Blake, Sir Quackley, Puddles, McQuack, Molly Mallard, Wiggles, April, McDuck, Squeak, Sir Lancelot, Scrooge McDuck, Bella, Mr. Darcy, Donald Duck, Sir Fluffalot. These aren't even in alphabetical order. Oh my god. And these are all from the same person. These were not crowdsourced. Quackers and Milk, Duck Norris. <laughs> wow. Ducky, this is a fairly basic option. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. They also have like, all have commentary on them. Okay. Wiggles. If your duck loves to wiggle, give it this name! Okay. Hey gang, does your duck love to wiggle? <laughs> we have fallen into a strange duck dimension, okay? Mahi, this is technically a name of a fish, but it would also be a cute duck name. Okay. Ariel! The Ariel was technically a mermaid, but ducks do spend a lot of time in water as well. Lola! This is a pretty name. Oh Max! God. Keep it simple by naming your duck Max! <laughs> what the fuck is this? They've got Tanya Vanderflock on here! Uh, yes! Fawn, naming your duck after a baby deer might make it a little confused. Okay, okay. So... I think we're on the fucking brink. Yeah. <laughs> I came here... I came in here with the bare minimum of a plan for how this episode would go, and I'm exiting this knowing even less. Yeah. Is there any possible thing that you could think to add to this, Lindsay? Other than the mere concept of ducks and hockey. <laughs> um, I don't know, uh, fun hockey fact, the current captain of the Anaheim Ducks is, uh, is a Regina native, uh, Ryan Getzlaff. Oh, sweet. Yeah. His brother's in the CFL. But is that a good name for a duck? Ryan Getzlaff. If you make his last name a little bit more duck sounding, then yeah. Ryan Quackslav. Yes. And he's from Mother of Russia. Even though he has an Irish name. Don't question it. But when he turned into Quackslav. Quackslav. He's a Slav Quack. Yeah. Yes. Hello, my name is Boris, and I am a duck. My name is Baris. I am Duck. <laughs> this is my comrade Duck, Artyom. <laughs> he has the same name as my cat, Artyom, but he is a duck. It is a cute name for a duck. Okay. That's about it for me. I'm going to read some more duck names, but I think while I do that, we're going to cut to a friend promo. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Home for Wayward OCs. My name is Christina, and this is a podcast where, every second and fourth Monday of the month, a guest and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. 
So, if you're interested in hearing about different original characters people have made up, like a superhero created for a thesis project, an NPC who is destined to die but is still loved, or a blatant Pokemon self-insert on a mission, or if you like tangents about maple syrup and gender politics in media, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher, or on Twitter at waywardocpod or through the waywardocpod hashtag. We hope to see you soon! So, back when my backyard was kind of flooded, um, we had a pair of ducks that were swimming around, and we thought that they might have, like, you know, thought about nesting here. Aww! Yeah, well, good thing that they chose a different location, because uh, we're not close to any sort of body of water. Did you name them? No, they weren't here for that long. You could have named them Hippie. Hippie's the perfect name for a hippie duck. What does that mean? <laughs> Who's ever heard of a hippie duck? Peace, love, and bread, man. <laughs> I waddle to the beat of my own drum, man. <sighs> oh my god. That's the new duck in the in the in the Mighty Ducks reboot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tanner, where can people find you? They don't have Duke LaRange on here. They have like three other Mighty Ducks names on here, but they don't have Duke. I don't know. Write to them. Have them fix that. I will. <laughs> A strongly worded letter. <laughs> okay. Anyway, how can people find you? You can find me on the internet at Sparky Upstart. That's on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at Sparky Young Upstart. Um, I'm going to be posting my favorite duck names. <laughs> 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 Lindsay, where the hell what what kind of duck dimension can you be found in? I'm on Twitter at Lindsay M476. That's Lindsay spelled with an A, and you can get to all my other social media bullshits from there. Tanner, where can people find this podcast? You can find this very podcast on Twitter at not if I reboot No, you can't! That's wrong! You can find this duck podcast on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for Not If I Reboot You first. They are pronounced Nereef, and that would also be a great name for a duck. I guess. I guess there's no ru- there's no rules! <laughs> Amarillo! In Spanish, this duck name means yellow! You can also find this podcast on Instagram at not if I reboot you first, all one word. The hashtag is N-I-I-R-Y-F, and it's pronounced we also have a Patreon, uh, where for one dollar a month we'll uh, we'll use your name to name our favorite duck, <laughs> and you can also get a shout out, like our good friend Charlie. He was a guest last week. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. You're a great duck. <laughs> good egg. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you are kind enough to do $5 a month, you can get episodes early, you can get bonus content, which, uh, I don't know when that's going up. Yeah. We'll get our shit together soon once we get ourselves out of this strange duck dimension. Yeah. Um, what else can you get? You can vote on polls for the next bonus episode. By the way, this was a People's Choice episode. Charlie was the sole vote cast for this. Charlie, this is your fault. We love you, but dear God. Um, and the new poll should be up by now, because we're going to be putting up as soon as we finish this episode. Yeah. 
Um, and what even is the schedule? For, I think it's you next week. Okay. It was supposed to be you this week, but we had to get the People's Choice episode in. Yeah. Oh no, next week's Canada Day. Oh yeah, we had something special for that one. Oh yeah. You guys are in for a treat. Yep. Lindsay, do you have a hint for next week's episode? Get ready to be gooed or slimed. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll we'll get slimed next week. But not if we reboot you first. Starlight Express, there's a train named Electra. Great. I don't know why. Okay. That was the secret ending of The Defender Season 2. <laughs> <laughs>